Hello there, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortune Man Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. Interestingly, we're stepping into the final week in June and I don't know about you, but I am extremely mesmerized at how quickly the week, the month, the year is flying by. Now, no pressure, but ensure that you are plugging yourself into the things that God has called you to do this year, whether academically, career-wise, relationship, in your family, marriage, whatever it is, just stay close to the hearts of God and ensure that you are walking in all that he's told you to do this year because the time is moving and it is waiting for no one. So today we're going to be talking about hearing God's voice. We're going to be discussing the how to hear God's voice and we're going to be talking on five main points and I trust that at the end of this episode you would have a better grasp on how to discipline and train yourself to hear the voice of God. Now this is such an important topic for us in Christianity because anywhere that there is no direction you will find that there would be aimless directionless movements now just think about yourself being placed in this huge garden and being told to find this one key right you're not giving a map you're not giving a compass you're not giving any kind of navigation or giving any kind of instruction on where to find this key and it's such a big place now you would find that you might end up spending forever looking for that key and still not finding it so there is no guarantee that you will still find the key after you've spent that much time why because there is no direction because there is no navigation interestingly the god that we serve has not left us without direction and navigation he actually said in his word that he hasn't left us as orphans he's actually sent his spirit he's actually come to indwell us to direct us through the light that he has called us to live so i always say to christians if you find yourself you know posting moving there without any direction it's time for you to put yourself in order sit down and speak to abba because while i believe that god does not reveal the entire picture to us he reveals as we move i do believe that even in moving there is direction coming as we are going why because without direction there would be no forward movements so today we're going to be discussing like i said five points on how to hear god's voice and we're going to get right into it now if you want to know how to hear god's voice the first thing you must know is god himself and his nature i often say to people that you would not recognize a voice that you do not know you would not recognize a voice today that you have not heard before it's one thing to meet strangers and be hearing their voice for the same time it's another thing to meet a family member who you have known who you have heard before and recognize that oh this is my cousin this is my dad this is my mom now Bible study cannot be eliminated from this topic because if you want to hear God's voice, you have to know the voice of the person that you want to hear and also his nature. Without knowing God's nature, you will find that you might attribute everything that you hear to God and at the end of the day, you might ascribe things that have nothing to do with God to him. Why? Because you do not know him and you do not know his nature. Now, God is a loving God. God is an accepting God. God is a friend giving God. God is a God that is selfless. And the more we study the word of God, the more you get to know about the nature of this God that we serve. And it is instrumental in hearing him, knowing his nature. Secondly, it is important that you are checking your heart each time you hear 
any instruction voice you are receiving direction you're checking your heart to see am i being convicted or am i being condemned now part of knowing god's nature is knowing that god will not condemn his own the bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in christ in christ there ceases to be condemnation only conviction it's not as if the holy spirit doesn't correct us but he comes he convicts and he shows us the way to go so even when you've done wrong the holy spirit does doesn't just come and just tell you off and tell you how horrible person you've been no he comes he calls you out saying yeah this thing you did was definitely not right this is the right way to do it okay now the devil will just come he will just condemn you leave you feeling guilty and ashamed and we know already that guilt and shame never leads a person to godly repentance god works the other way around he comes meets you at that place convicts you teaches you how to change and leads you in that path of change so it is important that we are often checking ourselves and our hearts that we are feeling convicted by the spirit of god and not condemned now i say to people that in christianity the means is just as important as the end if you find yourself doing things because you're feeling guilty because you're trying to win points with god you need to know that that is not glorifying god in any way the bible teaches us that we must do and operate from a place of rest not from a place of guilt not from a place of shame if you find yourself doing things just so you don't feel ashamed just so you don't feel guilty you need to know that there is nothing god glorifying in the means that might lead to the same end but if the means is not glorifying god there is no way that the end will glorify god so check your heart as often as you can do I feel convicted? Do I feel condemned? And wh- whatever you feel, even if you feel a level or a hint of condemnation, take it to God. Say to God, Lord, I know that you will never condemn me because you have said in your word that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So I release, I let go, I reject this feeling of guilt, this feeling of shame, and I choose to embrace your spirit that comes and convicts, teaches, and corrects me. And I can assure you that the Holy Spirit will take it up from there oftentimes with christians you just find that the reason why the devil even stays and draws them more into their guilt and shame is because they are not even calling out on god when they feel condemned rather they are blaming god for the condemnation they're saying god is this god is making me feel like this god is pushing me away no when you study the bible you see that god always has open arms and i mean that he always has open arms no matter what it is that you've done no matter how far you think you have strayed they say that you cannot fall beyond the level that grace cannot catch you there is nobody on this earth that would fall beyond the level that god's grace can catch them no matter the height the level the depth that you fall to the grace of god is sufficient to catch you from there so oftentimes it's just the devil that is trying to chase you away from this love and from this grace of god but it will take knowing god and his nature to recognize that no this is not my god and run back into abba's arms number three if you want to know how to hear the voice of god ensure that you learn to get alone and get quiet guys this is so important Remember that the Holy Spirit is not a shouting spirit. The Holy Spirit will not always come as slapping your head, knocking your nose, 
Kenshin you know he's a very gentle spirit and the more you walk with him the more you could know this he's not going to come and fight you over something he has told you not to do he's going to keep reminding you but if you insist on doing it your way that's okay he will let you now hearing god's voice requires a level of consecration i say to christians all the time that if you're one who is always in public places if you're one who is always around people i begin to question you know how how are you getting along with god how are you hearing god i do agree that there is a place for communal fellowship there is a place for god to meet us you know in community but that personal place of meeting with god must not be neglected as a matter of fact the bulk of god's revelation the bulk of god's dealings will happen in the personal place rather than in the communal area and i always think about it like this if we are all you know doing well in our private areas when we come together as community we would see even more powerful and diverse manifestations of the spirit of god in our midst now if we neglect the private altars and we are often just running to have the communal the community meetings and fellowship power would be lacking why because people are already weak from their private and personal places so this is encouraging you get alone get quiet with god you build this over time start with 10 minutes move to 20 minutes move to an hour and before you know it you will be in god's presence and you will not want to leave and guys i'm not saying this from theory i've experienced it it is so practical yesterday i went out and i got a new journal and Guys, I can't tell you how excited I was. I literally was on my way home and I was singing and dancing my way home. I was like, yay, like my Bible study is going to be much more interesting. Now, I've got other journals, but they finished. And I think for like two, three days now, I hadn't bought a new one. So for three days, I haven't journaled. I haven't, you know, I did read the Bible, but I wasn't writing down. And for me, that's a problem. So it started to leave me feeling a kind of way. And I was like, you know, I'm getting a journal today. So yesterday I stepped on when I got it. By the way, so pretty. If you know me personally, you know I love pink so much. And it's pink. It's got butterflies on it. It's just perfect. All right. And I'm saying this to also trigger you you know try to use incentives to serve god the things that would make you excited do them like pink makes me excited journaling makes me excited writing makes me excited so what do i do i attach all my favorite things to god and so it makes me more excited to come into his presence and god recently you know gave me an instruction to go and study the book of revelation and so i was starting the study of this book with my new journal so that was what was making me excited i was like oh my god i'm starting my new study with my new journal and i skipped all the way home and when i sat with it you know later to study i was happy when i say i was happy i mean like i see someone had just given me a brand new mercedes-benz that's how happy i was so like i said i'm not saying this from a place of theory it's a reality okay if you make it a habit if you truly desire and yearn for god and to hear his voice you have to get alone and get quiet (laughs) my housemates would often accuse me of of just staying in my room she's like why are you always in your room um you know why won't you come out i think she's used to it it's when people come over and they're like why is she always in their room and then people begin to even wonder like am i okay am i going through stuff and i'm really not the truth of the matter is i enjoy fellowship with the holy spirit and the best way i do it is actually privately and personally when i'm in you know communal areas i feel a level of 
you know consciousness and i don't like that i'd like to be you know just completely taken by the spirit i don't want to be conscious about anything or anyone around me so on that point get alone and get quiet with god god is always waiting for us at that place and i promise you he will meet you and he will blow your mind interestingly i have to say here that when you get quiet with god it does not mean that you're going to see sparks flying it does not mean that you are going to see angels over your head. It does not mean that you're going to float in the room, okay? Guys, it's just fellowship. Think about your lover. Think about your partner. Think about your husband for those who are married. Think about how much you enjoy being with them, spending time with them. That's how it is with God. You, you don't want to leave. It's, it's, it's just a yearning to just be there. Sometimes you're there, you're just crying. You're not saying a word and you still feel satisfied i can't explain it sometimes you're there you're just silent you're doing absolutely nothing and it's still so satisfying and sometimes you're there and you're actually praying you're worshiping you just got worship music on so there's no method to this quiet time with god right and when i'm talking about quiet time, i'm talking about it in this context obviously when it comes to devotion you know that you know you're praying you're worshiping you are you know hopefully journaling because the best the, the the blunt pen is is sharper than the sharpest memory i can't remember how they say it but it's important to re- remember that the things you write down you will never forget why because it's written down right the things that you say you will remember and you forget obviously it's gone from your memory so quiet time here is in context do whatever the spirit of god is leading you to do when you get quiet with him number four this is a very big point for what for us as believers open all channels to god all channels every channel that has access to you give it for god to speak to you so that you can hear him if you're someone who loves watching movies ensure that the movies that you are watching are somehow god glorifying they are pointing you back to abba they're pointing you back to his kingdom they are pointing you back to him all channels if you're someone who loves music let the music be pointing you back to god if you're someone who likes nature you like to stretch exercise go out be in public open all channels to him so the places that you are going let it be a channel for god to speak to you i take this so so intentionally and personal why because i believe that god is in everything when i say he's in everything i mean he's in everything and if only we'll quiet our hearts he will show us himself in things i've seen god teach me from the most mundane thing from just staring at a sky from looking at a ball from looking at a flower god has shown me himself in it and that is why i'm trying to tell you that you must just be open minded you must avail yourself and all your channels for the spirit of god to speak to you finally to hear god's voice you must focus your mind guys i don't know about you but the mind is such a busy person and i refer to my mind as a person because sometimes genuinely it seems to have a brain on of its own like i really just want to lie down and sleep and my mind is popping up this and that and this and that and it does get really frustrating but that is why the Bible says that we not be conformed to this world, but we be transformed by the renewing of our minds. I don't believe that there is any level you will get to as a Christian that renewal of mind will stop. I do not think so. I think as you grow in God, God shows you more and more of what renewing your mind looks like. Every single time you, you know, reach a level with God, God will show you this 
part of your mind needs to be renewed and it's the same thing for us you know in hearing god's voice we must renew that mind and focus it when we get to you know those alone times with god just pick a scripture sometimes it doesn't have to be a scripture it can just be a personality of god and i do it all the time i just sit down sometimes and i just say god is love hmm. and i play it around in my mind i think about it I think of all the scriptures that point me to god being love you know and just focus my mind on that thing i'm thinking of. and this is what what we call meditation in practice right when you just focus your mind on something and turn it all and all around until it comes alive in all its glory and all its different ways it really helps you know that your mind is focused when you sit to hear god's voice you know eliminate distractions sometimes people are distractions eliminate them obviously your phone might be a distraction eliminate eliminate it whatever it is that would hamper on the focus of your mind you need to eliminate it why because your mind needs to be stayed on that thing that you're trying to grasp on that person that you're trying to get okay but hearing god's voice is not something that is hard it's not rocket science i promise you it's it's just like a relationship the same way you meet someone today and you just start chatting everyone is happy that's it with God as well. You hear his voice when you commit to that relationship with him. So this is me encouraging someone out there who is thinking, oh my God, this is so difficult. It's really not. Take pressure off of yourself. Think about it like a conversation. Go in there. Hi God, I had a tough day. I'm tired. And just focus your mind on him. You will not even know when the Spirit of God begins to say things to you. It begins to lay scriptures on your heart that you should go and look at all speaking to how you're feeling and it's just beautiful to experience honestly so thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast this is fortune podcast navigating life and relationships love and light bye